0: God, it's Friday. You're listening to TGIF, the horror movie podcast that brings you all the com- casual conversations about your favourite or not so favourite horror movies with me, your host, Kat. It's time to welcome this week's special guest. You can find this person on YouTube bringing you all the videos explaining the unexplained horrors of the internet. Billy Styler, how are you? Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Kat. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much.
0: You're you're welcome. I'm really excited because um you said to me in an email that um you're not a horror movie person
1: <laughs> <laughs> no actually well i do enjoy watching horror movies but i haven't actually watched a lot of them which is something i'm secretly ashamed of but hey do be yeah i mean as someone Don't... who makes horror videos on youtube you'd assume <laughs> yeah. that i would watch all and every single one of them but no actually not a lot surprisingly
0: yeah, which is what I was surprised about. I was like, I've watched your videos, like, you, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, just what what it is. I mean, the ones okay, I do like the ones I do watch. I love to death, and I become obsessed with them, and try to like look on theories on Reddit and like the lore back stuff of them. Like, I get obsessed with them.
0: Nice, like deep dives into Reddit and IMDb. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just basically, what's it called? A rabbit hole of information and trying to get like, yeah, exactly.
0: That's me watching behind the scene videos. And then I end up in some weird part of the internet where someone's made a fan video and I'm just like, how how do I get
1: here? Oh my God. As long as it's not like, of course, what, fan fiction, then I think you're still good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go down that route.
0: (laughs) No, I, um, growing up, Oh, I watched obviously a lot of Twilight and read the books and then when I got in my early 20s I found Twilight fan fiction and I was just like oh, oh dear god get me out of here
1: oh no oh no and this, like, it'd be like it's like in the like the wolf uh, what's his name the wolf guy if it was like oh in Jacob wolf form uh, oh, yeah
0: oh so you've seen Twilight fan fiction
1: <laughs> yeah I've I, my one of my friends showed me a probably a decade ago now of one of them and it was yeah once his name is a wolf and i'm not going to go into it obviously that's pretty bleh, but hey it exists and it's 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 terrifying
0: what's that um rule 34 of the internet
1: yeah that's exactly it yeah <laughs> <laughs> if it exists there's uh something about it
0: there's something on the internet or it's there's porn about it isn't it
1: exactly yeah that's oh
0: because yeah, <laughs> i was like there's something on the internet about oh porn duh <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: So you chose a movie that I absolutely love, 13 Ghosts, which I was so stoked when you were like, 13 Ghosts. I was like, yes. Why has no one else chosen this movie?
1: Yeah, I was actually thinking, because I know it was, I feel like the director's Canadian or like it had a lot of Canadian people on it. So of course, to me, it was a big thing. It was promoted heavily as a kid because I'm from Canada and it was kind of, Back, I think two thousand one, two thousand two, whenever it came out, it was just heavily out there, and everyone was talking about it, kind of thing. And me, I think I was only like six or seven years old at the time. And oh wow, I mean, yeah, I loved horror movies, but I just never, I didn't watch, I didn't want to watch. I always like peeking my like, think through my fingers and like, I'm like ah, no it's scary <laughs> But I like the idea of ghosts and stuff. I was super intrigued with them.
0: Yeah, I love this movie. It's um, it's really cool. It's um, I, and I'm not really. Well, I always say I'm not big on supernatural horror, which is kind of a lie, but this is just one of those gateway supernatural horrors that's easy to watch. It's not super scary. It's just, and it's got a really cool story to it as well about like um, the different ghosts and why these ghosts are there.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, the lore, the world building of this entire movie is just so perfect. Actually, um, this person on um, YouTube not youtube sorry you know trevor henderson he's the creator of siren head and such and all those cryptids and stuff i don't know if you ever heard of him or the monsters anyways he um he tweeted on twitter a few months ago which made me kind of rethink this movie from my childhood that the one of the beginning scenes in this movie is that they're trying to lure that last ghost like to capture it yeah and the truck that comes out is that it's spraying blood everywhere like a path of blood. And it was like that scene alone, he mentioned how like it just setting the scene for a world building of, of course, that ghost obviously needs a lot of blood to come out. And it's those things like that, that kind of be like, wow, they thought a lot into this movie and there's just so much going on. that's like, wow, they had the backstory is just so well built.
0: It's really cool. I really love it because they bring in um, different symbolisms and symbolisms.
1: Yeah. Symbolism. Yeah, symbol, <laughs> symbol. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll go with it anyway.
0: Symbolisms, <laughs> the symbolism of this film and the different reasons for different ghosts, and which I'll go into because I found like the stories behind all the ghosts and the reason that they're there, and um, it's just really, it's just awesome. It's it's a great film.
1: Oh, literally, I I don't know how it got rated so bad because. It- I, it's literally well, I mean, obviously it's my favorite horror film of all time but that's going off probably what the 15 horror movies i've ever seen in my life so <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's not that bad <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, hey, it's a start it's a, gotta gotta go for, only up from there
0: i went and saw um the reboot of wrong turn this week um oh. which was like uh, i think the first one came out around the same time this movie did and i went with my partner who doesn't watch he he loves horror movies but like i watch one nearly every day and so he's like jumping in all the jump scares and i'm like oh well that was predictable <laughs> <laughs> like it was enjoyable but i was just like how are you scared
1: <laughs> yeah i i think that's the thing is there's a lot of very i like, sorry a lot of typical horror movies where they follow the same kind of um jump like i like guess scare tactics is that the word where yeah, like I, yeah like not <laughs> predictable a lot of i guess ghost ones for sure anyway and i mm. that's the thing is but i do love those cheesy ones and i don't know like i remember my favorite another one of my favorites is the amityville horror and oh that yeah movie, that's a good one yeah that movie scared the crap out of music kid too as well
0: oh me too oh, well so you were a kid i went and saw it at the movies
1: <laughs> <laughs> you were an adult so it's a different experience for you
0: yeah i is that the one with ryan reynolds
1: i think so yeah yeah i, would, I just want yeah. to make sure i'm getting my memory right here it's where the family was in the house and like the, the, the ghost or something and he goes crazy or something
0: yeah yeah because i think there's a 1970s version yes. and then there was a which obviously you weren't a child then but someone just gives the ryan reynolds thing. one
1: <laughs> yeah exactly ryan reynolds was probably i don't i don't know how old he was but maybe he saw the original as a kid who knows
0: Yeah, I really like that. I like that film too. It's super creepy and intense and it makes my, it just makes my skin crawl. And I went to the cinemas when I was, I think I would have been 19 when this one came, when Amityville Horror came out. So um, yeah, I sat with my knees up to my chest in my seat with my hands covering my eyes.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Because I was just like, no, 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 not happening. (laughs)
1: And that's the thing about a lot of like supernatural ghost spirit films is that I think is like we all have this kind of unconditional fear of like, especially when when we're younger, being told ghost stories and such. That it's just yeah. so unknown that they're in these invisible presence that could be hostile, might not be hostile, kind of thing. And when the movies kind of bring that into kind of like a on a screen, it kind of makes you be like, oh no, oh no.
0: Yeah, like it's far worse than you imagined when someone else gives their um perspective or what they imagine it to be and it's just like oh okay that is way worse than what i imagined it would oh, be
1: definitely 100% yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so let's dive into 13 go so i'll give a little bit of an introduction cuz i thought maybe i should start doing that yeah yeah before. Sure. so uh, when Cyrus Kritikos, a very rich collector of unique things, dies, he leaves his house and fortune to his nephew and his family. While they're inside, they find they're not alone. So 10 Ghosts was released in 2001. It's directed by Steve Beck and written by Rob White and Neil Marshall Stevens. The movie stars Tony Shalhoub, which you'd know from the TV series, uh, what's it called? The one where he has OCD. <laughs>
1: I researched this beforehand too. I don't know. I'm I'm forgetting about that. Well
0: That's he's a detective with OCD. <laughs> um <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth, um, and Beth Davids, and Matthew Lillard, who you know from Scream. The budget for the film was forty-two million and it only grossed about sixty-five point eight million at the box
1: office. Ugh. Sad. Very sad.
0: Yeah, especially when such a big amount of money spent on it.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it's surprising too like I mean I guess the visual effects are actually really good for the time too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I um it it doesn't it hasn't aged the best because of some of the techniques no. in it, but it's still lights. a really cool yeah. story. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs>
1: It's like all a, the strobe lights it's basically what it's like a a seizure inducing grave I'd say yeah form.
0: maybe that's why it only grows 65.8 million because people were like I literally can't go and see that movie
1: oh yeah no doubt they're like sorry I will have to go to the hospital if I go see this like yeah, <laughs> yeah well no let's just mention- say that was it <laughs> that exactly was yeah I was gonna say, when you are mentioning uh, Matthew Lillard there and you're like best known yeah. from I was expecting you to say Scooby-Doo <laughs> no <laughs>
0: scream (laughs) (laughs) i loved him in scream he's fantastic i do like him in scooby-doo though so
1: i've never seen scream actually i have seen scary movie where they make fun of scream but i haven't actually
0: (laughs) i love that movie (laughs) i I
1: know i know the general plot of it i just know that i but i see it in a a parody light
0: yeah well well um scream is meant to be this incredibly meta series where they know that they're taking the piss out of horror movies and slashes um it's really enjoyable i highly recommend watching all four of them there's another one coming out next year which is i'm really excited for
1: okay oh yes i have seen the trailers for that actually and everyone being hyped i haven't up on the i internet. refuse oh really i refuse
0: no i don't want to know what's going on i just want to go into the cinemas and watch it and that's it
1: fair i guess of course if you're a fan of the series you want to make sure like you're experiencing it from like the very first time all at once kind of thing
0: yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I don't want to ruin that for myself. I'm sure someone will ruin it on Twitter for me, no doubt. Anyway,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so the film opens. We're in a car junkyard. It's super spooky. Heaps of different noises that are very unsettling. Yeah. Lightning. Um, a bunch of cars, you know, rip into this junkyard. Like you said, a truck spraying blood everywhere.
1: Yeah, because what's his name? Um, Cyrus is. Getting I think the last the twelfth ghost anyway. Yeah. Uh for his secret device that can I don't know if this will spoil anything. No, they say it in the beginning actually. No. Or do they? They do, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: or he's talking about they need to capture this ghost. Um
1: oh yeah, no, but they say for the yeah, for to do something that they say yeah. the, towards the end of the film. Yeah.
0: Yes. And they're very ambiguous about why they need this ghost.
1: Yeah. But they need twelve, then we learn thirteen. Actually, no, he says he needs a 13th ghost in the beginning of the film, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're talking it's about the 13th ghost, yeah, but we don't but, know what it is.
1: But 12 for sure. The 12 are like a set in stone type. They have to follow a certain set of rules, these ghosts and their livelihoods and, the, and their death, and then in order to yeah. like, do something.
0: Yeah, which I love that they don't really tell you until, like, the actual end of the film, and you're just like, why do you need to capture all these ghosts, you crazy yeah. people? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that, oh my gosh! But yeah, the first time you see, I think it's the Juggernaut, which is the ghost show in the beginning of the film, and like yeah. I remember, oh my gosh, as a kid, that was just scary. His the way he looks, and the guy who gets killed by going into like the tor- the car and getting pulled into it, like backwards. Oh
0: yeah, oh. this um, where he absolutely rips everybody apart and annihilates <sighs> them, and there's like blood spraying into cars everywhere, and I'm just like, oh my
1: god. It is kind of a slight gore fest a little bit, if you think of the deaths in the film as well, and the way that they're shown.
0: Yeah, even the ghosts and the way they're shown as well is really quite, in, like, gory and horrific, and but really cool at the same time.
1: Oh, super cool, yeah. I'm thinking, like, actually, the torso is one of the ghosts, and he's the one who got all of, his, yeah, all of his limbs cut off and like wrapped in cellophane or whatever you call it and he's he's, he's like trying to like his head is like rolling around with him or something i don't know oh yuck oh but yeah it's some of them are just horrific looking but so cool so cool
0: i love it in the start of the film we also meet dennis who is played by matthew lillard and we find out that he kind of can speak to the dead or he can see the dead or I don't know. He has he's some like kind a of psych-
1: connection. He's like a psychic or medium of some sorts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We don't really know because he, it's really, there's a plot hole because later <laughs> in the film, he needs to have these spectral glasses on, but it's like, can he see them or not? But then he's talking about how he needs to wear these glasses. I don't know.
1: That's yeah. a bit of a plot hole for me. <laughs> yeah. No, That I, I see that. Now, oh, now that he said that. Oh.
0: and i'm just like wait a second
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not connecting correctly
0: yeah this doesn't make sense if he's a medium and he can see the ghosts or feel the, i don't know maybe he can't see them
1: yeah maybe Uh, he just always understands their presence is there but maybe he actually needs to have the glasses to physically see them
0: yeah that makes sense That'd make yeah. a lot of sense.
1: i to think in the, <laughs> the beginning of the movie if he actually has the glasses on. I think he does, actually. I think everyone has glasses uh, in the beginning.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure because everyone rocks up with all these equipment. And they've got like, they look like a whole bunch of freaking
1: um, ghostbusters. Honestly, yeah. It's like, a, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Silly if you saw that <laughs> in the real life, but hey, it's fun. <laughs>
0: so they capture this 12th ghost because they're like, we've got the ghost. Um, Cyrus has been killed in this whole um ghost hunting mission. So we I think it um it fast forwards in time.
1: Yeah and too. we meet
0: his family. We find out who is his family. Yeah. Um Arthur and his children Catherine and Bobby. Um they also have Maggie who is their nanny who's uh she's hilarious. Um and <laughs> Bobby has a She's so good.
1: <laughs> She's like the best comedic relief for the whole entire film.
0: Oh, I honestly thank God for her. Um, <laughs> Bobby has a really morbid fascination with death and murder. Which, yeah. my oh my
1: god, that kid! What the hell?
0: <laughs> He's just like, did you see all these people who got killed at the back of that cafe? And I was like, yeah. that's me as a kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Considering his his mum dies in a fire like six months prior to yeah. that. Too. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's why he got a bit fascinated with death and murder because his mum died.
1: Fair, yeah, that makes. And plus, kids maybe like death doesn't really register to them as the same as, of course, older people. So he became oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I have two nieces, and um, they just don't understand the concept just yet. Like the whole full concept. Like they get that you die and, and like you're not conscious anymore, but. They don't know, like,
1: what that actually means. obviously. Yeah, yeah what
0: yeah. it all means and why and, yeah. So a lawyer swings by the family's house and they're basically like, uh, you've got a really big mansion to live in right now. Uh, your Uncle Cyrus left it to you. Who, but apparently he had squandered their entire family fortune, which is really interesting because there's this really funny line where um, – Bobby's like, we have a family fortune, and Arthur's like, well, no, because Uncle Cyrus squandered
1: it. Squandered it, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Actually, in that same scene, I like the line. Of, it's like, she's um, like, oh yeah, you're late, Uncle Cyrus, and then the kid's like, what is he late for? And then Catherine's yeah. Sister's like, his next birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those little like punchlines. <laughs> 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 The lawyer's like, um, okay.
0: He's like, can I go now? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, just, I'm just getting paid for this one thing.
0: You fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they get, they they just so, all of a sudden they're like, fuck it, we're moving there. And they're going up to the house, um, this mansion. And out the front is Dennis, who's pretending to be the power guy. Oh, yeah. And hes I love how he's just like, you know, blocks, you know, all the blocks in a four square mile radius is out. And Kathy's like, so?
1: What's <laughs> that got are, to do with have, us? We're rich now. <laughs> <How are you? laughs>
0: Get out of here, power guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and her obsession and, uh, bathroom floor.
0: Oh, that's me, though. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, so, you,
1: you, you do want a nice, clean bathroom, though. Like, you got to appreciate Oh, that.
0: yeah. When I travel, I will book hotels based on the pictures of their bathrooms.
1: It's fun. Oh, my God. I'm actually the same way. It has to have one of those <laughs> rainforest showers, though. And a walk-in yes. shower. Not a tub, a yep. walk-in rainforest shower.
0: Agreed. Yes. And so, and it's got to have nice tiles. Otherwise, I'm not about it.
1: Yeah, nothing like 90s or 80s. Like, screw that. No, that's Anything out. pre-90s. It's just, ugh those colors i tell you
0: just pink and blue tiles
1: (laughs) oh the horror that's that's even scarier than the film i tell you
0: (laughs) so i find the house absolutely beautiful even though it's like really creepy because all the walls are made of glass
1: yeah with Latin Um, spells on them
0: yeah there's phrases and symbols and spells and i was like oh this is just a bad omen waiting to happen
1: yeah exactly but albeit the house is incredible looking though
0: yeah it's really cool but i was like nothing good comes from symbols and phrases painted on the walls or floors ever
1: (laughs) yeah ones that tell ghosts to keep away yeah you don't you want to stay far away from that for sure
0: get out of there (laughs) Uh, one thing I found really interesting is that the writing that's etched on the walls in the glass house actually translates to the Lord's Prayer
1: oh yes I feel like I definitely read that a few years ago but thanks for reminding me that's interesting actually
0: yeah and I was just like okay well that makes sense but like I appreciate um, them bringing in some kind of religious aspect but I'm just like uh, you can have like anything like a pagan spell instead yeah, that would prayer. it would have been
1: nice and more generic kind of thing, and then the Christianity aspect.
0: Yeah, and I do like films that do have a lot of um, religious iconography, but not if it's just random like this. I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah not that I can was... read the symbols or anything, but
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I like. It was films just like when... that's
0: the Lord's prayer.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's from that one religion, you know. That a lot of people kind of just you know God, Jesus, the Son, he kills himself or something. I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah. Once I told – look, uh, my family is non-religious. It's just my sister – I'm um, more – I don't know. I don't really know. But my sister is very, like, atheist. And yeah, once yeah. I told my sister, this- my niece, the story of Jesus and she laughed.
1: <laughs> like, for someone who, like, doesn't – never heard of that or stuff like that, like, it wouldn't – it would It would it make, make sense, sense. to laugh It would make sense to laugh at first be like, you're, yeah. sh- you're <laughs> shitting what? me. Oh, this is like a a short story, a novel, what?
0: Yeah, exactly. She actually said to me, she said, oh, why would I believe in something I can't see? And then the four-year-old says, well, I've never seen a dolphin, so I don't believe in them. (laughs) I was like, you have been to the aquarium, you have seen a dolphin.
1: (laughs) There's photos of the dolphins everywhere.
0: (laughs) There are YouTube videos of dolphins, look it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's entire scientific documentaries, so screw you, (laughs) kid, you're wrong
0: yeah watch planet animals or whatever it is <laughs> animal planet damn it
1: <laughs> oh, gosh these four-year-olds today i can't believe it
0: oh she's so funny <laughs> i talk about her on every episode because she just cracks me up <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i know kids what's that one show from like america's in the 90s or whatever kids say the darndest things yeah it's still true oh,
0: she'd be the star of that show <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's sweet though though
0: yeah she's a sweetheart Uh, Arthur goes off to sign some paperwork and the kids are like, let's go have a look around. Um,
1: (laughs) even though he tells them not to. Yeah, I mean, he's
0: like, stay here.
1: We just got a new mansion that's like different than any other house I've seen. You expect me to stay right here? Like, yeah, God, no. Yeah. Goodbye.
0: Um, Dennis is in the basement doing, uh, power work, but he's actually looking for a whole bunch of hidden money. Um, and that's where he discovers that all these ghosts are trapped in the basement. And this is where he has kind of like a um, like a psychic um, interaction with the ghosts, so you kind of see his mediumship a little bit more because he has, you know, like lots of pain, there's flashes of ghosts, and um, his interaction with the juggernaut as well mm. flashes back to him. Uh, I love that he runs out to go tell Arthur, and Arthur's basically like, you're insane. Don't worry about it. Get
1: out of my house.
0: He's like, oh, can you leave, power guy?
1: (laughs) I'm just kidding. I can't. The house is closing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's that's after this is just the next scene. Because he's like, all these spells on the walls are keeping the spirits in. That's what this writing is. And he's like ranting and raving like a lunatic at this point
1: yeah this guy's like i just want to sign my papers to get my money please
0: yeah can you can you go power guy um but i think um dennis also admits that he's not the power guy at this point he's yes. like i'm not the power guy
1: yeah well i think yeah he starts kind of making um what's his name uh, arthur kind of feel a little bit uneased or unnerved about the house showing all the different aspects of it
0: right? yeah because he's like talking about all this stuff and arthur's like well what, what? How do you know this?
1: Yeah. Oh, and then the, what's his name? The lawyer goes (laughs) Goes, missing from the room.
0: Yeah. He just like sneaks off somewhere.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Stupid, honestly, in my opinion. But hey.
0: Yeah. Because he knows the ghosts are in the basement and he is like tormenting them as he walks through the basement, grabs his take of the money that he thinks he earned. And the machine basically um, turns on and all the doors are sealed. And this is where the ghosts start to be released one by one. Um, So the lawyer runs into the first ghost, who is known as the Angry Princess. So the Angry Princess is a ghost of Dana Newman, and she's the sixth ghost. Uh, We're going to find out why these ghost numbers are important a little bit further on um dana newman was incredibly beautiful in real life but had low self-esteem issues that led her to getting lots of plastic surgery one night she was alone in the clinic that she worked at and she tried to give herself surgery It went incredibly wrong and she ended up blinding herself in one eye eventually she gave up on beauty altogether and took her own life by slashing herself with a butcher's knife in a bath until she bled to death
1: and her her ghost actually looks super cool
0: i love her ghost it looks uh she looks very plastic
1: yeah yeah and yeah which and like cold. the whole entire thing I, her hair even just the way i know in the effects like it's like straight but like the way it kind of like puffs out like I don't know, i'm don't i trying to think of a pufferfish almost or like medusa almost i'm thinking i don't know maybe yeah you know, the snake hair kind of like,
0: slick too like yeah it comes and, out but it's like yeah,
1: yeah she just cold. she's flaring all the time i feel it looks like and she just looks so badass honestly
0: Mm. yeah she's she looks great um all the ghosts are really cool because they really give them a lot of their own personality rather than them just being like ethereal or just there for the sake of being there
1: yeah and i don't know if you have ever noticed but when each ghost is kind of shown on screen their sound they have their own own unique sound so i know um yeah. i forget what hers is but look, one of the ghosts is like like muffled screaming. I think it's the the torso guy. Maybe his is like sounds like he's screaming through cellophane, like, like that. Oh
0: yeah, it's so creepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like one of them is like, maybe hers would be like maybe like crying in the bathtub or something. I don't know, but like I,
0: th- I can't remember hers. There are some that I do remember.
1: Oh like, no, hearing. she does. She keeps saying "I'm sorry" over and over again. I think. Ah, oh, I think because yeah. I remember there's a scene the bathroom i don't really want to say it might get there at some point but yeah
0: yes yes um because that is the next scene because kathy is in a bathroom and what we're seeing while she's like super stoked about the bathroom is flashes (laughs) of the angry princess's death and um there's writing in blood all over the floor and i think i'm sorry is in the center of the floor
1: yeah so that would have been like basically probably her last note type of thing before she died
0: yeah oh wow I love that scene. It's super impactful and just really that made my skin crawl. Like the flashes between um Kathy and then the the death scene. I was like, oh, that's so cool because Kathy doesn't know what's going on, but we do. And I really like when they do that for an audience where it's like you're in on something that the 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 character isn't.
1: Yeah, and she's just sitting in the bathtub there watching her and like ready to like, it's like a spider ready to catch its prey, and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh no
0: yeah because you don't know if she's gonna get attacked or not
1: <laughs> that's the thing she's just kind of chilling for a bit and then you see like there's tension building up with like the, the music and the water then it turns everything turns to blood and you're like oh shit what's gonna happen and she's like, yeah. randomly looking back and forth back and forth and your head starts shaking and it's like ah
0: because i love when kathy washes her face and it's all blood coming out of the tap yeah i was like that is cool
1: <laughs> oh it's one of those great like just horror scene moments you're like oh yeah you can't forget that
0: yeah, it's really cool. Um, at this time, Bobby is just scooting around. <sighs> um, <laughs> Literally
1: on a scooter. He's actually Inside
0: on his scooter. Inside the glass
1: house, really. Like, come on.
0: Worst idea ever. <laughs> um, and I love when he gets to the stairs and there's a voice calling out to him to come down. Like, come down, come down, come and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a voice telling him not to go down there. And we're going to find out who that voice is um, later on in the discussion about this film. Um, so he's got like these two things going on and he's like, mm, fuck it. I'm going downstairs.
1: <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm not scared of anything. Big lie
0: uh, I literally wouldn't be going down those stairs.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's what, seven years old? Come on. be smarter than that. You're scared of everything. Come on. Exactly. Well, Aren't you scared? Want- but he do, he is obsessed with death though so hey
0: yeah the unfortunate thing is that he is wearing a pair of the spectral glasses um that we saw uh dennis and his crew wearing at the start of the film um and they wear it throughout the film as well there's like they swap between each other for some reason i was like why don't you just have a hundred pairs of these I'm who sure. is that asshole on the motorbike going past
1: <laughs> I think I heard that. It sounded like almost like oh, a fan to me.
0: Yeah. It comes through on my mic every single time and I'm just like,
1: oh, you fuckers. Nothing that like some audio editing won't fix anyway. Oh, I'll be able to fix it. Fine. Yeah.
0: Um. So he goes down to the basement and down there he sees the torso and the bound woman. So the torso, which um you did mention earlier about the, the uh, saran wrap, I don't know why I called it that. Um, cellophane.
1: We we call it saran wrap in Canada, actually, too.
0: We call it glad wrap here. So Gladrap, like, yeah, why do they say saran brand. wrap?
1: Yeah, I think it's after like the <laughs> main brands wherever you're from. People yeah. tend to name it after that.
0: Um. So do you know the story of the torso?
1: I think so. Basically, in the early 1900s, he was, lost, no, he was into gambling or something. But then he yeah. owed a lot of money to the mafia from one of his bets, right? something like that yeah so basically what they did is they took him out somewhere they chopped off all of his body parts wrapped him up in cellophane and then that's it right threw him into the ocean the ocean okay there we go you had to go yeah
0: um and then there's the bound woman so we see a woman that is um she has a uh like a like a what's it called um when you oh. hang yourself.
1: What's it um, called? A noose?
0: A noose. She has like yeah. a noose like uh, and her neck's like to the side and she looks incredibly fucking sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it scared you. And she like, she's off the ground. So she basically, her ghost wanders by like floating in the air. She's yeah, like a, a she's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: she um. so I think the band woman is the I'm sorry. Possibly. What no. Is it?
1: No. I don't know. No. No, no, no that is yeah. No, because the prince, the angry princess, she does write it in blood. The I'm sorry, yeah. In the back, okay, yeah.
0: I just remembered that. I was like, wait a second, I just brought that up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're they're easy but, to confu- The names are easy to confuse, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the bound woman is the ghost of Susan Legro, who was is the she's the third ghost. Um, the torso is the second ghost. Um, so she was a cheerleader, and her parents were the richest people in town. Her boyfriend Chet Walters was the football captain. On prom night, he found her with another boy, and he clubbed the boy to death, tied Susan up, strangled with her, her with his tie, breaking her neck, and buried her under the 50-yard line of the school football field.
1: Yeah. Damn. Brutal. Some, some toxic masculinity right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super fragile. Exactly, yeah. Damn, that was, I think, in the 80s or something, right? That story.
0: Yeah, she was like 1980s. Yeah. Uh, uh, So um, Bobby doesn't, he seems like a little bit scared, but we don't really see a lot of Bobby in this film, which is totally fine. It's all good. Um, So Kathy and Arthur are looking for him. They end up in the basement. And Kathy finds some of the spectral viewers because Bobby lost them running away from the ghosts. So oh, yeah. they're kind of arguing about whether the ghosts exist or not. And just as Arthur says, there's no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> Kathy is attacked by the jackal and her clothes are ripped apart and the jackal claws at her flesh, uh, like causing her to be all torn up. Which this scene scared me because the jackal scares me.
1: That's like the jackal literally gave me nightmares for years yep. after watching this for the first time.
0: Oh, yeah. He is. Uh, He's quite terrifying.
1: I feel like they make the juggernaut out to be um, like the scariest or something, but I feel like he's definitely the scariest of them all.
0: Yeah. Because with the jackal scenes, we are seeing a lot of flash, the the strobe lighting technique that they use for some reason, where it goes like dark and then you see him and it's just his like, absolute grimacing face and
1: With the cage around his head and everything
0: yeah well oh. so the jackal is the ghost of a man by the name of ryan kewen and he's the 11th ghost uh he was born in 1887 and he's his mum was a sex worker so he kind of grew up to have this innate hatred for women he eventually became a sexual predator, raping and murdering sex workers in the dead of night. He wanted to get help, uh, so he eventually ended up at Borenwood Asylum, where he went insane. So he was locked in a room where he would scratch at cell walls so violently that his nails were turned like torn off and his Ugh. hands turned into claws. After attacking a nurse one night, the doctors put him in a straitjacket and tightened it so much that whenever he was violent, his limbs would contort. When Ryan gnawed through the straitjacket, the doctors locked his head in a cage and locked him in the dark where he grew to hate humans and screamed madly into the darkness until the day he died in a fire that spread throughout the asylum.
1: Oh, that, That's the, the horrific story. That's a horrific story, honestly. It's scary. It's oh,
0: sad. yeah. Because it's not, um, you know, it's the tale of a, you know, that nature versus nurture kind of
1: yeah. Um,
0: person and situation where it's just like oh what caused him to be the way that he was he went to get help
1: yeah yeah exactly and then but he just wasn't i think there's something about like he wasn't treated well or something in the facility yeah yeah Yeah. all that kind of stuff so that he went even didn't help him at all and they had the fire and his body and then his ghost itself the look of it is i'd say i think that's the the number one out of all the ghosts showing
0: yeah, because he's in the cage and he has he has a straight jacket on, I believe.
1: Yeah, but because you don't he, really see
0: his arms or anything.
1: Yeah, but no, his arm—the straight jacket I think is ripped apart and his arms got through. Because then he starts the one scene he's we well, scratching. Anyway oh, he's scratching Kathy. Off. Yeah, yeah, and his hands are basically like sharp points. Yuck! Yeah, yuck whoever's listening, back, you, you literally got to like Google image. You gotta
0: watch this exactly.
1: Yeah, watch it. Yeah, watch it first. But if you don't have time at the moment, just Google image the jackal 13 ghosts and the images <laughs> you will see are oh you're gonna have a good time
0: the only thing that i found comical about the jackal was his hair
1: was oh it's kind of like oh yeah it comes out the side He looks like beetlejuice <laughs> yeah oh my gosh now that you say that
0: yeah because <laughs> i was just like oh fucking beetlejuice
1: oh my god i'm, I'm sure there's <laughs> there could be like some sort of like universe connection that beetlejuice and 13 ghosts are in the same universe <laughs> And that Ryan Kuhn is somehow one of the um no Beetlejuice what changes to different things? Maybe he's Beetlejuice. Hey, it could be possible. Maybe I'll make a video
0: oh. on it one day. Yeah, just make a video about like the how they correlate somehow.
1: Yeah. I'll have to watch both films a hundred times and figure, see if I can make the connections. <laughs>
0: Um, uh kalina who we met at the start of the film uh wraps up to save kathy they get away um because as they're running away a sliding glass wall comes between the jackal and them which is super lucky um i love how kalina introduces herself as she's in the spirit reclamation business
1: yeah like what i actually was watching with my um roommate here and i explained it basically it's um pita for ghosts that's the, best, <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the best way I can think of it.
0: It really is. She's like, I'm here to release trapped souls.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. At <In> the <laughs> beginning, she's like, "What you're doing is wrong. They are human spirits." And I'm like, yep. oh. <laughs> <Green laughs> "Yo, souls." <laughs>
0: So this is where Kalina explains what the machine is and what they're in is called the Basilius machine and it was designed by the devil and powered by the dead and will eventually open what is called the Oculus Infernum, Um, which means it's the Eye of Hell.
1: Yeah, that's what it translates to, yeah.
0: Yeah, and basically he wants to open the door to hell so that he can use the eye to be able to see the future. That's why he wanted all of this.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. the eye sees yeah. basically everything that has happened and will happen.
0: Yes, yeah. So yeah. whoever has access to the um, Ocularis of Fernum will be the most powerful man in the world. Um. So, Dennis talks about how he can see the dead and has visions that are connected to these ghosts. And it was Cyrus who saw him for who he really is. Now, this is where Kalina and Dennis are having a little bit of a moment. And he's like, You didn't tell him, did you, about the fourth ghost? But, uh,. Um, Arthur finds out that the fourth ghost is actually the spirit of his dead wife, Jean Criticos, which um, is the withered lover. Um, So she was actually killed in a house fire. So Arthur had left their house while it was on fire to save Bobby and Kathy, thought that Jean was coming out behind them. She didn't. She was asleep on the couch. She was incredibly burnt and injured and taken to St. Luke's Hospital, where she later died, which is incredibly sad.
1: Very sad. At the beginning of the movie, just so sad when they're showing them having a good time, the kids playing outside, and then it kind of oh, shifts yeah. to the, the small apartment they moved to afterwards, and her not there anymore.
0: Yeah, it's super sad. And, I, and love, then, uh, yeah. I, like, I love that later on you see her ghost as herself, yeah, not...
1: And- and they don't need the glasses for that either too which is really yeah
0: it's really cool so he's like you're saying my wife's spirit is trapped in this house so he's like pissed off at this point um kalina goes on to discuss that the house is actually the machine and that they're inside the machine and we find out that all of these ghosts make up what is called the black zodiac uh, we find out all the names of the ghosts and that there are 12 earthbound spirits, uh, particular types of spirits, that were needed to be collected in order to complete the machine. Um, basically, as the spirits are released, one by one, they power the machine with their, like, uh, energy, energy, I guess? And
1: they, yeah, they, just, they refer to it as just energy, I think, yeah, in the film. Yeah.
0: And that they need a 13th ghost.
1: Which they lie about.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, what they say is it's a fail safe that basically to finish to stop the process we need a willing human sacrifice that only goes to be sacrificed out of pure love and that will stop the machine altogether. Um, Kalina says that uh, Arthur, your children are in peril. You you need to basically trade your life for theirs. Yeah. Um, Dennis and Arthur are like, no, fuck off. There's got to be another way.
1: Yeah, that doesn't um, sound right at all
0: Yeah, and I'm like, I'm kind of glad you questioned that So <laughs> <laughs> Not just like, alright, well throw me in the machine, let's go
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, make kids, yeah, okay Step right up
0: Yeah, exactly um, So Dennis and Arthur Equip themselves with this big pane of glass To protect themselves against the ghost So it has all the script and All the writing on it, which I thought is kind of cool That's a cool idea
1: Yeah, it's a cool scene actually
0: yeah, I really enjoy it. This whole kick art scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say it actually, no. I don't want to ruin it. Oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Um <laughs> And what's really cool is that throughout this film we see the Basilius machine turning, and that's kind of an indication, hey, there's another ghost on its way. Watch mm-hmm.
1: out. hmm Yep. And that machine Ugh. is actually super cool. I mean, it shows like the underneath of it, all the gears and stuff. I mean, yeah. it actually does kind of looks really fake nowadays. But the whole inside, the way it looks and how fast it's spinning is just—I don't know. Maybe I have this weird kind of like not a fear of like giant moving machinery, but like it does kind of <laughs> instill that kind of like grand, kind of mysterious. I don't you know what I'm thinking of here. It's just a big mysterious machine that looks very scary.
0: And it's just like, okay, this is only doom and gloom, this machine.
1: Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's literally opening a gate to hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, now we know that's what it's doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I, I, I just, the whole design and the concept of the Black Zodiac is just really awesome. Like, the fact that they have 13 ghosts when a Zodiac sign is 12, the 13th is kind of like, you know, unlucky Mm -hmm. almost borderline sign of demonic activity if you will
1: oh definitely yeah
0: i don't know much about that kind of stuff but
1: (laughs) yeah astrology nothing i'm really too like i studied astronomy in school so of course that's like the scientific aspect of um the universe and physics and of course then there's astrology which is like the uh religious aspect of the universe i guess you call it
0: yeah, I guess so. Or yeah, the yeah. meta metaphysical?
1: Something no, like that. Yeah. I don't know
0: anything about science. <laughs> 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 I'm a Sagittarius, that's all I know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. You know, you know you know that what you are anyway.
0: <laughs> I'm a fire sign. That's it.
1: <laughs> I that's do not I get got. along with other fire signs that should tell you everything there is to know about me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am confident. I am assertive and confrontational everything a sagittarius is not apparently <laughs> so i don't know how it works <laughs>
1: yeah it's, it's the stars and the moon and they're out of oh, who knows zeus they're out probably. of alignment <laughs> yeah exactly Is it alignment? Mer- I- yeah mercury's in retrograde or something i think it is <laughs>
0: that's all i know <laughs> yeah Like it sounds really cool to me, but I am just a scientific person and astrology is not scientific enough for my mind.
1: That's yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's too based upon belief, which I'm based yeah, me who studied science, I'm like, I really just I mean, I like I would rather someone honestly believe in the whole entire astrology point of view than say most religions of the world just because Yeah, absolutely. religion breeds hatred and war in most, basically, religions. I mean, of course, there's exceptions to that. But um, in most cases, it does. And astrology is like, oh, look, the stars are beautiful and Venus is coming across the horizon. It's like, that's wholesome, honestly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Let me guess. You're a Taurus?
1: (laughs) No, I'm I'm actually a Leo. But Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that was my next guess.
1: But (laughs) oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Also a fire sign. We shouldn't be getting getting along. Then
0: we should not be getting along. Everyone's just like, "Cat, you're more of a Scorpio." And I was like, "Do you know what's so funny is I'm born a couple of days after like the transition from Scorpio to Sagittarius."
1: Oh, and maybe back in history, maybe when calendars were different, maybe you were at once a Scorpio. You never know. I'm
0: actually the uh, thirteenth. um star sign
1: oh yeah they introduced that like at some point the new
0: one i don't know what it is it starts with an o i think um i'm actually born in that period
1: okay that's really cool gotcha yeah i think i remember it was like what are you now and i looked at this a few years ago i was like oh now i'm a cancer i was like i don't want to be a crab come on (laughs) plus the name cancer it's like that's that's awful i don't like that
0: it feels bad doesn't it
1: exactly everything about cancer is bad
0: yeah my niece is a cancer and the other is a she's april i don't know what that is april,
1: she might be a gemini is, is it, was that the fish i don't know
0: yeah it's a she's a gemini oh my god that makes so much sense <laughs> 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 is that what i meant to say
1: <laughs> probably yeah like oh that's why that's why the way she is the way she is
0: yeah <laughs> A Pisces. That's what it is. Pisces. Pisces.
1: Yes. The, the, yeah. The not
0: Gemini. The fish. Because my uncle is a Pisces, and that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> According to everything I've ever read. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing. Just look in the daily horoscope. You'll you'll find out just if someone's birth, your friend's birthday. Look up their horoscope, and they're like, "Oh, that's why they're a bitch." Or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so odd because both. I think both my best friends are. Oh no, sorry. No, scrap all that. One's a Libra and I can't and I think the other is a is cancel is a cancer.
1: Okay. And isn't Libra literally just a scale or something? Yeah. It's so it makes sense.
0: that makes sense for her. She's a very <laughs> well balanced person. That makes sense.
1: Oh the balance. Oh, okay, that makes mm. sense. sense now. Yeah. I thought it was like it <sighs> the only like basically non like living thing on there type of thing. And I was like a a scale. Oh it I is
0: think. too,
1: yeah. Right?
0: yeah i think so look at us we're just we (laughs) are expert astrologists right now
1: literally like take notes kids seriously
0: learn something you're gonna (laughs) learn today
1: Screw the 13 ghosts. This is the 12 or the new 13. What the black. No, we're screw gonna, the black Zodiac. This is the actual Zodiac.
0: We're going to tell you about the real Zodiac now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Change the title <laughs> of this podcast. It's over. Cancelled.
0: We're cancelling 13 ghosts.
1: <laughs> Not internet cancelling, um, just cancelling.
0: Just the podcast cancelled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's brilliant.
0: People who are actually into astrology, if they you listen to this, I am sorry.
1: Oh, I apologize to you. Like, like I said, like I don't know anything. I,
0: I just know nothing. that
1: my professors <laughs> told me it was it was Hokum, literally quoting that.
0: Oh, Hokum! That's a cool word. Yeah, I like that.
1: It actually is a cool word. Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hokum. Um, hokum. <laughs> <laughs> well, while um, Dennis and Arthur are out trying to find the kids. <laughs> They, uh, they meet the torn prince who is um, the fifth ghost in this Zodiac and he is the ghost of Royce Clayton. So Royce was born in 1940. He was a gifted baseball player throughout high school and he was destined to be an all-star player and get out of his small town. When he was 17, he was challenged to a drag race by a greaser. And unbeknownst to him, his opponent had cut his brake lines, which caused Royce to lose control of his car, and in the accident, tearing flesh from his chest, as well as ripping up the entire side of his face. Not only did the accident end Royce's chances of the big league, it also ended his life. Mm.
1: I remember, I think, actually on the DVD for this movie, they actually have in the extras menu. Remember in DVDs when they had that? It was like you can find play oh, yeah. And stuff. Yeah, in this one they had all the stories and all the little videos. mini documentaries they made in them. And I think it's in that menu where they talked about him. They said that what happened is his car flipped upside down, like you said. But then, of course, he was um, dragged. His face, head was dragged across the pavement as his car oh. was sliding like, what, probably like 50 miles an hour upside down. And that's why his, oh half his God. face is like kind of torn off.
0: What's that in kilometers? You're Canadian. What do you mean miles?
1: Just because I think it's it said miles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize to uh, any Canadian. I know I'm a horrible Canadian at this point. I've lived out of the country for far too long.
0: Are they used kilometers in Ireland as well?
1: I, I I these <laughs> Americans are taking over, I tell you. It's all their are fault. They,
0: are they the only country that doesn't use the metric system?
1: Did you, no, actually, Kate, I learned this when I moved to Ireland. Do You know that the UK uses miles for on their roads and in their cars. What? Just yeah, just for that purpose. When they, when they talk about distance on going from city to city, all the all the road signs and all the cars are in miles. Wow, I had no idea. I, I was assumed it was kilometers because they talk about kilometers. I think they just use both. Oh, yeah, interesting
0: because we only use kilometers here.
1: Yeah, and the same in Canada and Ireland, it's kilometers all around the board for everything. But yeah, in the UK yeah. it's for road stuff and cars, it's all miles. That's
0: so weird. I l- yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be learn, different. They're in both. They're better than America. Like they're like, no, no, Imperial is the best.
0: Yeah. Like, oh literally. no, I've met so many Americans that are like, I why do we use the Imperial system? Nobody else does.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like what the what the hell is a a quart? Is that something?
0: A what? A quart
1: a court is that is that part of their system I don't know I feel like I've heard that term or like a foot? I have heard what it what is, a foot foot is like? um three 12... point Wait. no that's
0: an inch an inch is 2.5 centimeters
1: oh yes yes yes
0: and then a a foot is
1: oh remember I remember it's point it's three two oh three or something that um meters so, or no, oh, okay. no point, no point two. I remember three, three feet make like point nine something of a meter, but so it's like yeah, really like four, you have to meter. go four to four decimal points. And I'm like, oh, it's so annoying.
0: I'm so bad at maths, So I won't be doing that.
1: <laughs> Sorry. No, a yard, a yard was the distance I was thinking of.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Cause I, I, I used to know it cause we learned it in maths. Like we had to learn the Imperial system in maths, but yeah, that was like... 15 years ago. The last time yeah. I did maths. <laughs>
1: mine was well in college that was what a few years ago i don't know i forgot everything at this point
0: oh no i went and did a humanities degree for like on purpose because there's no way i was doing science (laughs) my brain just is so bad i'm like i don't get it
1: yeah no fair enough like i mean it's it's super overwhelming and i think schools literally make it sound so much harder and they make you sound like you have to be a super smart person to do it hey like I got C's all the way through my life and I still manage somehow.
0: P's get degrees.
1: Exactly. Literally. (laughs) That's the thing. All you got to do is pass. That's the only thing.
0: That's me with like a, like almost distinction average.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's like you can be like, you can be done it and be like, look at me. I have this piece of paper and. This says I did it, and so does the next person who got ninety-nine point nine percent of everything. We both get the exactly. same table. Yeah,
0: absolutely, One, <laughs> totally agree.
1: One person might do better in their field afterwards, but hey, at least I got this.
0: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> You're yeah. still finished.
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Achieve something.
0: Yeah. So Anyways, after they come back- out, <laughs> did they did they kill the Torn Prince? I don't know. He can't, they just kind of disappear, don't they? Who? Like, sorry.
1: Oh no! With the oh no, they don't. But yeah, well, they don't
0: kill them. Sorry.
1: What happens? Because they're holding the thing, the the piece of the I guess what do you call it? The the glass, like an extra yeah. one. Yeah. And they shove. This is where in. they.
0: This oh, they come up against the hammer, and then that's where that happens.
1: Yeah. Actually, no. The way this is actually a really cool scene. What happens? Another part of the lore is that they push him back with this glass, keep pushing him back into another piece of glass, and he literally just disappears. Yeah. Oh yeah. the Torn
0: Prince does, yeah. The
1: Torn Prince, yeah, yeah.
0: That's a cool scene.
1: Yeah, so i not Because it's where the spells,
0: goes. isn't it? I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, so like of course he got crushed in between the spells, so but he still appears later on, so doesn't Yeah,
0: happen. so it's like, okay, maybe they just disappear so they don't get killed.
1: It's it's like a video game. It's like just go to the last respawn point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you're in the basement like ten minutes ago, so that's where we're gonna put you now.
0: Yeah, back to your last save save. Your last save,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So after the Torn Prince, they come up against the Hammer. So the Hammer is the ghost of George Markley, and he is the 10th ghost. So George was a hardworking blacksmith until he was accused of theft by one of the men that lived in their town. The accused threatened to banish him from the town they lived in. Um, I can't remember why I didn't write that, but... (laughs) Maybe they wanted him to leave. So knowing he was innocent, he stood up against his accuser, um, who in turn um grabbed his gang and went and beat George's wife and children to death, which is incredibly sad.
1: It's really sad. And they were walking home from the market, the town center back to their home when it happened.
0: Yeah. Oh, because that's all in the extras. I really need to find that. Oh, I've got the yeah. go I've got the DVD somewhere. Um, oh, do you
1: actually? Wow.
0: I think it might be at my dad's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> side side note again, the cover of the DVD, the, co- the the cover picture is terrifying as as well.
0: I love it. I'm not too sure what it is, but I like it.
1: Yeah, I feel like, like it's the, the daughter. Like what the face is made up of. Yeah, I think it's I feel like it's the daughter's face. Um, Catherine. Or Kathy, mm. or whatever, and I feel like then it's all the ghosts' kind of images making. Face. Oh, it
0: is too, because I think I found an image and zoomed in on it, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool."
1: Yeah, because I see the you'll you'll get to them later, but the um the great child and the dire mother, you can see their faces on it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is, and you see, you do see the jackal on there too.
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah.
0: I definitely remember seeing that.
1: <laughs> Terrifying. Um, Anyways, go on.
0: So George tracks down the the gang. And he beats them to death with this massive sledgehammer that he has. So when the town sees what George has done, they drag him to his shop, tie him to a tree, drive drove railroad spikes into his body, slowly killing him. When he was dead, they cut off his hand and fixed his sledgehammer in its place. Mm. Ugh!
1: Yikes. That one—that's I think the most horrific death, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's scary looking as well because you can Super. see like yeah. all the things in his head and I was like, oh, that looks painful.
1: Oh my gosh. No, he makes reminds me, I actually haven't seen the film but what I'm thinking of in my head, uh, Hellraiser, is it?
0: Oh yeah, with Pinhead.
1: Pinhead. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like, <laughs> I, I get those kind of vibes.
0: Yeah, I do too. He kind of does
1: like look
0: like he belongs on Hellraiser.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like I haven't seen it so I don't really know about it but I know that character.
0: Yeah, he's, a, he's cool. The Cenobites are cool. Um, so during this fight against the Hammer, Dennis protects Arthur from the ghost using the glass. He basically um, holds the glass over Arthur and he faces the ghost himself. He puts up a good fight against the Hammer. However, he ends up being cornered by the Juggernaut, brutally beaten and then killed as the Juggernaut breaks his back on a metal pole.
1: Oh, Shaggy no Shaggy Zoinks yeah, that, that <laughs> mystery the mystery ink didn't end well there no.
0: nobody will nobody will be pulling the hood off this ghost
1: <laughs> no not at all jeez <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: So the Juggernaut is the ghost of Horace the Breaker Mahoney and he's the 12th ghost of the Black Zodiac. So he was the one that Cyrus and his team were capturing at the start of the film. So Horace was abandoned by his mother and raised by his father. As a child, he grew to be an abnormal height and his appearance was grotesque. He was often bullied and left out by the other kids. Eventually, he started working in a junkyard with a man named Mr. Mahoney. Um, that doesn't make sense. Oh, his Maybe dad, his. Oh, oh, it was his, his dad. dad.
1: Yeah, his dad owned the junkyard, yeah.
0: Okay, because the way that I read this, I was like, this doesn't sound right. But anyway, um, <laughs> he oh, no. owned a car yard. So when his dad died, Horace was all alone. He eventually went insane from loneliness. He became a serial killer, picking up hitchhikers and stranded tourists. He'd take them back to the junkyard, rip them apart with his bare hands, and just leave them there uh eventually one of his victims was a police officer so they were able to track him down and he was gunned down by a SWAT team of five police officers
1: and he's a giant in this film he's huge massive (laughs) when I watched I actually watched the film before this again it was at Halloween time and um I remember googling kind of doing some backstories on them and what was it the actor for him I think is like the super tall like six foot like nine or something something like super holy shit. um like russian bodybuilder guy
0: oh wow. imagine being that tall
1: yeah honestly i think i could be wrong but I'm, if my memory serves me right i think that's what i found on him super cool though
0: yeah a guy i went to primary school with i saw him a couple of weeks ago and he's six foot seven
1: jesus and i
0: was like whoa like my partner's six foot three and i thought he was tall
1: <laughs> no doubt yeah yeah <laughs> Like I'm five foot oh, nine. So I mean, I'm pretty like I'm. Mean, I'm not short for a guy, but I'm pretty. I'd say average ish. Yeah, it's like, like normal see, height. Yeah, that's the thing. And then you see like tall people. Like I have um actually my cousin. She's six foot one. I think. Oh wow! And like, she's the exact same age as me, but her dad I think was like six foot five or six foot six. Yeah. So like of course then the gen- how genetics work. She and yeah. Actually, my partner's.
0: Well. Uh, my partner's 6'4", and I'm 5'4", so he's oh an entire God. foot taller than me. <laughs>
1: whole entire foot taller. Wow, Jesus.
0: Yeah. My sister is 5'2". She is very short. <laughs> oh, no.
1: It, does she have a partner? <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's six foot.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess the difference between you and your partner is bigger than that case.
0: Oh, yeah. And my niece is really tall for her age. And I'm like, oh, good. She's going to be at least six foot. (laughs) Oh, no. And the funny thing is, like, I'm one of six kids. And my sister Emily and I, like, we're the eldest two. We are shorter than all of the others, even our 13-year-old brother. (laughs) Really? Yeah. We're just really
1: small. (laughs) <laughs> the genetic code, who kind of like with you guys, like, eh, well, if we can skip that, it's fine. Height doesn't well, matter.
0: Well, it's so weird because my mum is short and that makes sense, but her sister is like six foot and her brother is 6'3. So oh. it makes sense like that there'd be some genetic tallness somewhere.
1: Yeah. So kind of the like comes and goes, I guess, in person to it person. definitely
0: skipped Emily and I. <laughs> <laughs> and our dad is 6'2. So I'm just like, why am I so short?
1: yeah oh yeah is, is what it is i guess what i wonder what i feel like i need to google this after this like percentage of people who are like under six feet or something i don't know
0: heaps of people i reckon yeah
1: let's, let's av- what average is between what like five six and probably five ten ish i'd say right yeah Stand about yeah. right
0: average height here for men is like six foot and for women it's like five, six, Oh okay from what i know
1: yeah huh but it's the Juggernaut is doing
0: fucking doing tall.
1: Massive, <laughs> anyway. Massive. Does it actually say how tall he is there?
0: Um, No, I didn't find that, but it, maybe I should have read his profile better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it definitely does say somewhere. I've definitely read it, but like, yeah, the actor, I've played him, I know it was at least over 6'6", six, yeah. six anyway.
0: Far out. To be that tall and able to reach things on the shelf.
1: I imagine, yeah.
0: <sighs> Magic. <laughs> A girl can dream. <laughs> <laughs> It's here where we find out that Cyrus has been alive the entire time and had faked his death, basically, to lure Arthur to the house to be the 13th ghost, which, in fact, will not stop the machine. They need this sacrifice to basically get the machine up and running and kicked off the ground and the eye of hell to open. Mm-hmm. Jerk. Yeah.
1: Fucking asshole.
0: Fucking asshole. But um, Kalina knocks Maggie out with a huge block, and I've written, from where?
1: Kate, okay, <laughs> that part just pisses me off, honestly. Yeah. Like, why you've been so, like, I, I don't know. And the plus, I guess I think it's her introduction in the beginning when she's screaming at him, like, saying, like, what you're yeah. doing is wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. They could have portrayed her differently somehow, maybe more mysterious.
0: Yeah, rather than it being his complete um like setting her up to be his enemy but in fact she was in it on the whole time because she's his secret lover
1: so out of the blue and there's no explanation why really at all there's yeah nothing that's really confusing at that. yeah and like um him actually only faking death because we do see him die we don't see him actually die but we see his corpse at the beginning and i yeah. think what happens is his head what happens again he's like sh- Looks like he's thrown onto a car, but his neck got cut in half or something.
0: Yeah, because we like that. see that when he comes into the room where the Basilia's machine is.
1: Yeah, he's blood all over his neck and blood over his shirt as well.
0: Yeah. So it's just like, like where have you been this whole time?
1: Yeah. And I wonder, like, obviously, that must mean that the events in the the very first scene with the Juggernaut and him, I feel like that just probably took place the previous day before... The, they go in the house. Like obviously, he's wearing the same clothes from what happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, like, wouldn't you get changed in this amount of time?
1: Yeah, and I guess that does make sense because um, we. I think you said that how Jean is the fourth ghost, yes, and how yes. she six months previously he went to the hospital to go take her spirit, and then um, yeah, and then they captured the last ghost. So yeah, actually, I guess in a timeline sense yeah, maybe that scene we saw at the beginning was the same day or the day before or something.
0: Yeah, it'd definitely have to be quite, especially, yeah, because he's wearing the same clothes. Just I guess, yeah, sense.
1: I always, yeah, I always <laughs> assumed it was just like months apart or something. I was like, why is he? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay. Until you now mentioned now... that.
0: And I was like, wait a second, you're right.
1: <laughs> now that I can actually talk to someone about this film, I, these <laughs> things are kind of clicking more in my brain, like, oh yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I just, yeah, I never really thought about it until you mentioned it. <laughs> Um. So, Colleen has been an enemy this entire time, and I really liked her at the start with her Peter for ghosts vibe she had yeah, going on.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Actually, another side fact. Sorry. Did you know that sh- you've seen Matilda? Right.
0: Yeah, she's Miss Honey. She-
1: she's Miss Honey. Yeah, that that yeah. shook. That made me like, oh, like, oh my god, brain explode. <laughs>
0: Because she's such a wholesome character
1: in Matilda. Oh my god, the most wholesome character, honestly. And then, like here she is, is like that crazy kind of like, oh my gosh, I don't even know her character at all in that movie.
0: Yeah, all they just look the same. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I've actually never. She has glasses in Thirteen Ghosts, does she?
0: Uh, I think I don't know.
1: She does. or does. I don't know. Her hair. I think because I anywhere, wear glasses,
0: I, I don't notice. <laughs> so it's like not something i notice about anybody because i'm like oh that's normal for me
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. but it was actually when um, i was like googling her character i saw like miss honey i was like whoa
0: what? Oh, never noticed that yes uh kalina basically says there's a flaw and flaw in the plan and that basically arthur will only sacrifice himself if he truly believes that his children are in jeopardy cyrus tells her make it so She's really not into the idea, which is nice, because she's like, I don't really want to hurt these kids. Like, yeah. For your evil plan.
1: She just wanted to get him dead for the whole entire aspect. That's it. Just one person.
0: Yeah, exactly. She didn't want to have to sacrifice anybody else. Yeah. Um, Cyrus cracks the shits and locks her into a chamber, telling her that greatness requires sacrifice, and then crushes her to death between two glass walls.
1: Ooh, that yeah that, that that's Ugh. the one in the like i can handle all of them watching that one getting her head crushed in is just <laughs> oh and the blood coming out of her eyes and nose and mouth oh it's, it's really only, brutal isn't it <laughs> only shows it for a split second too but like the moment her head just crushes in i'm like oh my god in the cracking oh no no no
0: oh yeah i was saying this to my partner um uh, recently have you seen midsummer
1: no i have not
0: oh okay um well i won't i won't talk too much about it
1: then um <laughs> talk as much as you like don't worry spoilers don't bother me at all.
0: oh uh, it's more there's a scene where someone breaks their leg and i can handle almost any gore until i hear a bone breaking or see a bone coming out of skin Just
1: seeing the bone yeah that's
0: i don't know what it is i can't deal with it like even dislocation i'm like oh god oh,
1: stop yeah. the unnaturalness of the human limbs kind of contorting in weird forms
0: yeah, maybe that's what it is. Because, I like, gore and blood and, like, that doesn't bother me. Like, guts don't bother me. Seeing a brain doesn't bother me. But if I see an arm break and I can see, like, a bone coming in, no, 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 no thanks.
1: Yeah, those things are super weird how you get kind of disturbed by those ones. Or, like, in films when, like, where you hear stories of someone breaking their leg, but it's basically because their leg bends the wrong way, like oh, the knee, those mm. things bother me. And that's actually, he said it. Damn, yeah, and that's actually making me think. You know, House of Wax, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, the one scene in that movie that I the only one thing I hate is when he, the garden shears and the Achilles tendon.
0: Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah,
1: that one. Oh, the Achilles tendon. I just yeah. Anything about that, I just mm. cannot cannot deal with.
0: I totally understand. I've done heaps of damage to my knees because I used to play a lot of softball. And so, um, just like sliding and I played catcher as well. So like my knee, anything with knees, I'm like, Oh, no, 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 no,
1: <laughs> oh, As you get older, it's like most people are like, Oh no, my back. You'd be like, Oh no, my knees.
0: Uh, yeah. And it's so funny because my dad was a front rower in, um, rugby, uh, rugby union. And mm-hmm. when he was about uh, a little bit younger than me now, he had the cartilage sucked out of his knees Oh. And I was just like, I know how my dad feels now when he sees things with knees, like people hurting their knees, because he like cringes and I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh,
1: yeah. My face right now is literally just like my teeth are glared and like my lips are like <laughs> that cringy like look. You're like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, cartilage under the knee. That's a- oh oh.
0: Yeah, that was in the eighties though, so I don't know and they'd probably do something totally different now.
1: Yeah, why? Why did it come out? Just was there like an infection um, or something?
0: It was floating around in his knees.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah,
0: so they had to like suck it all out because it Jesus. um he it was like grinding in his like kneecap. Oh, yeah, really oh. gross. Just too many football injuries.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn sports injuries. Yeah, those things can be scary for sure. Oh yeah,
0: I've been KO'd on home plate before. It's fun.
1: <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I got absolutely knocked the fuck out by a girl at least six foot and double in width than me. And I was waiting for the ball to come in and I didn't see her coming in. And so I was on home plate, like just one foot, but she's like smashed into my entire side and I've just gone flying. Jeez. Woke up to my dad standing over me being like, you're right. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Am I okay? And he's like, yeah, you were out for a bit.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's just yeah. like, I've never been actually um, knocked out or anything or passed out. Is it just basically like sleeping one moment you're, there the next moment you're somewhere else
0: yeah yeah no dreams or anything obviously but no yeah, thoughts yeah. either like i could hear things as i was coming to and i was like oh my god and then my vision was all blurry so that was fun
1: so it's like te- it's like teleporting somewhere basically in your head <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like i was up and standing but now i'm laying down and everyone's looking at me what's going on
0: oh it was so embarrassing even though like it was something that couldn't be helped, I was just like, oh God, this is everyone's looking at me.
1: The the attention aspect, yeah, that's the thing. But hey, they're yeah. they're there to help though, if they understand.
0: Oh, it was fine. It was funny in the end. Like her and I had <laughs> yeah. a big laugh about it. So oh, that's, that's <laughs> and now like after every time we'd play them, I was put into shortstop instead of <laughs> instead of catcher. Because I was like, Oh, she's gonna annihilate me again
1: oh so you were you were at the catcher and she was booking it towards home was it
0: yes <laughs> right yes sir yeah.
1: okay oh jesus yeah oh, so no. after
0: that incident every time we played them i was uh either first base or shortstop
1: so <laughs> say if you're back at the catcher you'd be like she'd come charging you'd probably just like back away Someone throw the ball at you you'd be like <laughs> uh, nope not, ca- not catching that she can she can get the point it's fine
0: I was a, and I was a really good catcher as well. Like I used to get people out on second all the time because so I was like, "Yeah, you think you're going to fucking steal second? Good luck."
1: <laughs> Who do you think you are? No, yes. I'm the bad bitch over here. I got you.
0: <laughs> this is this is
1: my diamond. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I own this. <laughs> Screw you.
0: Uh, i love to you be. Know, I just tore my rotator cuff twice in one year.
1: Okay, what is a rotator cuff? I've actually heard that term many times.
0: Um, it's like a set of muscles um, that are on your shoulder blade and your like joints that go from your shoulder to your arm.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I know yeah.
0: I know. And even just like the smallest tear is just immense pain and frustration.
1: Is that the one that people always um, think they're having a heart attack when they strain that one? I don't know. I know there's somewhere up there um, in your shoulders, maybe towards your Outside of your chest. I know there's a muscle that if you injure it, uh, even slightly, I know people always um, go to the hospital and think they're having a heart attack. Oh, really? So that's like no, um... that didn't happen. Oh, okay, okay. So no heart yeah. attack. That's good.
0: No, no heart attack. Thank goodness. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not too young to have one, but <laughs> <laughs> I like to think I look after myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, we, we all hope for that, really. Just, I guess, hey, you know, what what is it they just say? Walk it off? I don't know.
0: Can oh
1: yeah, right. A- I wish. <laughs> Can you walk off a heart attack? I don't know.
0: <laughs> At thirty-one, I can't walk off a hangover. So uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I know we keep getting off topic but <laughs> no, um, yeah. I did uh recently did dry January, and now I'm doing dry February.
0: Because the thought and of honestly, having a hangover from one beer is
1: haunting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> had, on New Year's, um, I had a three day hangover from. New Year's Eve, I was drinking with my housemate and my partner and stuff. And um basically, yeah, it was just Jesus. The the pain in the head for three days and getting sick. New Year's yep. Day was the worst day of like twenty twenty one started off just as a shit show of me Fucking being sick. Horrible. Uh the second was not as bad. It wasn't sick, but the hangover the headache, sorry. And day three yeah. was finally by evening I was good. And that's when I was like dry January. Yes, it is. Yes. And now I'm like I don't really still-
0: drink. Um, but I can have two beers at dinner, still like perfectly under the limit to drive home and wake up the next day with a hangover.
1: And yeah. Some people are just like that and It's so annoying. Thing, like I wouldn't call myself old by any means. Like I'm definitely not like in my forties. <laughs> and like what you said you're thirty one, so there you you're yeah. like Yeah, you're not you're not old at all. So definitely you can still handle your drink. But yeah, even me, I remember when I drink, usually I probably have, I don't know, before the pandemic, I'd go out to the pubs and probably have like, what, eight pints throughout the night. Oh, God, Pretty, that did kill it's probably, me. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, I, 50-50, I would have a hangover. Um, if it do, it's just a headache for the day. That's it. But yeah. I remember one night here during the pandemic, I was drinking at home, just playing some games, talking with some friends on Zoom and stuff. And uh, I had, the, I think it was three, three bottles of beer. And woke up with one of the worst hangovers ever. Oh I was my like, God. Really? Really? Three beers? I can handle a yeah. like 10 at the pub. What are you talking about?
0: Welcome to old age.
1: I know. I'm 25 <laughs> now. So it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old You're now. pushing it. <laughs> exactly. Quarter life crisis, uh, aging horribly.
0: That's me too. Don't worry. I just, um, I'm, I beer is what usually gets me, I think, because just of all the sugar. So May. I just feel because really gross the next day.
1: Yeah, especially hoppy beer too. It's I think it's well, I don't yeah. even know what that is, but yeah. And the craft beer is a lot too. I know is, is that popular yeah, in Australia? I drink
0: pale, yeah, I drink a lot of like craft pale ale. So yeah. that's probably why I get really fucked up from it.
1: <laughs> yeah, pale ale is another one that gives me really bad hangovers. I just kind of stick to lagers <sighs> I need to now. Swap I beer. <laughs> yeah. Lo- yeah, lagers I'm I'm okay with, I think. For now. We'll find out as the years go by.
0: Yeah. I wish you good luck.
1: thank you i need it
0: (laughs) um we're at the end of the film this bit is this really weird chaotic violent ending of this film so arthur's trapped because um the glass walls have moved and he's kind of like now stuck waiting to get out and his wife visits him um i can't remember what she says to him I don't think she says anything. She's just Oh yes.
1: She says I cause he's hold because he jumped into the cool. I guess the way it happens is when the ghost got called, they got called to the Oculus Infernum, the machine in the center of the house, where they're all kind of spinning around it on their own little one of the twelve things. And then there's Mm. what is it? What would you call that thing that's spinning? It's like a giant
0: It looks um, like a sundial. That's how I'd describe it, but it's yeah, not. Yeah,
1: but, like, really. each piece of the sundial kind of can move in a 360 motion, making it, like, it looks like yeah. like razor blades. Yeah, because there
0: try. are razor blade contraptions spinning as well.
1: Yeah, because that's how Cyrus dies, obviously. All the ghosts, when well, Mickey she starts messing around with the, with the <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, she's
0: like, let's see how much we, because they're playing a tape, which is a summoning spell, and Kathy and Bobby are in the middle of this contraption. And Maggie basically just turns up and takes the tape out.
1: Yeah, and she starts like pressing all the buttons and the machine goes hectic <laughs> too. And the ghosts are like, what? And then they just look at Cyrus and he's like, oh shit.
0: Oh no, I'm in trouble.
1: And, and paper, I, paper.
0: I, I have written here, I was like, all of the baddie ghosts, not Gene.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jean was Jean was a little good girl there.
0: She's like, I'm not getting involved in this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they all grab Cyrus and throw him into the razors and he's, like, cut into a bazillion pieces. Yeah. And at the same time, Arthur launches into the machine to get his kids. Uh, He doesn't die. So I guess, like, um, that whole plan was going to fail anyway.
1: Um, Yeah. Which makes me think, if we would have, because I know Maggie, when she was doing the thing, like, the house started, like, blowing up or something somehow. I don't, I think after we rewatch the actually. The glass all
0: shattered? The glass all, like, um, was shattering... yeah.
1: The machine fell apart and started flying everywhere, I think. Yeah. Something that. But yeah, then she yesterday. she survives that somehow, <laughs> which is good,
0: I guess. Yeah, I was super surprised because the. Uh, but I. Okay, so the walls shatter. Jean hangs around, says goodbye to her family. They don't need the spectral glasses. Plot hole. Don't know yeah. why. But that's she interesting.
1: looks nice. So maybe that's how. Yeah, yeah maybe they're saying like, the, hum- the ghost that you see in real life, or maybe the good ghost or something i don't know yeah
0: or maybe she just hasn't had enough time to deteriorate and like sink into being a ghost yeah she hasn't lent into it yet
1: (laughs) yeah i'm sure the directors or producers and everything i probably have a commentary on that or something
0: yeah absolutely there'd be a reason why she's not like all the others yeah um the film ends with maggie walking through the (laughs) wreckage of the house (laughs) Yelling at Arthur and the kids saying she's quitting So this is, I've got the quote Uh, That is it for me I'm on the first fucking flight back to Newark Uh, um, I am Sorry, family, Kathy, Bobby Uncle, ghosts, I'm sick of this nanny shit I've had it This this was not in the job description I quit
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh She just fucking taps out (laughs) Absolute legend though actually she there's one so line she said because of course the house is all like this clear glass i remember when they first go in she's like just so you know um maggie does not do windows because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she's like the house nanny or whatever you call them
0: Yes, yeah, she doesn't want to have to clean all the windows
1: <laughs> yeah because the whole entire house is windows <laughs> oh, oh she's a legend literally my favorite she character
0: brilliant. she's really good Hold- oh, oh sorry gosh. i just got a message from the student night tutor
1: oh no they cancel
0: no they're just like it's a lesson now i'm like it's at twelve fifteen.
1: oh shoot what time what time is that for you
0: oh it's in like 25 minutes
1: okay cool cool cool
0: yeah no it's all good so yeah this film is really brilliant in bringing to life some really cool concepts regarding ghosts and their law it kind of reminds me of supernatural in a way
1: yes actually totally
0: yeah like that each ghost is like super personalized and um uh you know like their own thing you know what i mean
1: yeah because actually have you ever heard of the game it's really popular recently uh, phasmophobia yes yeah so i've been playing i have been, like, hundreds of hours into that so far oh, but, <laughs> I'm yeah, too scared. But, like, oh it's so much fun yeah basically the scare factor goes away after like you reach, like, level 50. You're kind of like... You go in first. You're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, the light's flickering. Oh, there's the ghost. Oh, again. But then after level 50, you're like, hey, okay. bitch, ghost. Come out here right now. And you need to appear. I need to get a photo of you. Where's that dirty water? Get over here. Oh, there you are, Thanks. I'm going back home now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It, it turns out to be just a very repetitive uh, sequence. But in the oh, game, okay. they have different types of ghosts. So, like, they have spirits, which are, like, um, they quotes is the most common type of ghost you can encounter type of thing um yeah. revenants demons mares all from different kind of like um cultures and religions and such but of course each of them have their own specific trait it's like spirits they communicate more poltergeists of course they are angry and noisy they make more noise and throw things more um wraiths they are they're floating ghosts so they don't leave any footsteps or anything like that or make any noise um revenants are like super fast ghosts, so. They can run super fast and appear from here to there. It's all these different types of things. And I think, yeah, when you compare it, the supernatural aspect from like the TV show, sorry, um, to the spirits in um, 13 Ghosts. Yeah, like they each kind of have their own little thing going on like that.
0: Yeah, I like that. I liked when... There's lots of different media and content being consumed and created that kind of link together in a way where you can notice, like, different techniques and different um, ways that people construct that story and narrative behind it.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, It just makes
0: things heaps more... um, I think it's like a rel- like relatability thing where you can relate things to other things you've watched or played or seen or read and you're just like oh wow this makes it so much more interesting because I loved it done in such and such
1: exactly yeah what's what's that word I for some reason the word congruent just coming to my head but I know that's definitely not the word I feel like it, starts, <laughs> it starts with a c anyway uh um,
0: correlation
1: correlation yeah maybe I, I, I don't, I don't know. know
0: I tried I don't know at all. yeah connectivity <laughs> I don't
1: know. Connectivity. Yeah, it all connects. <laughs> it's like all the movies are holding hands together and, like, yeah, we got you, audience. We got <laughs> you. Uh,
0: so that is the 2001 release of 13 Ghosts. It's I a big improvement
1: movie. from the 60s version.
0: <laughs> I haven't watched that. I don't know if I want to.
1: I didn't watch the whole thing, I watched it's on YouTube actually. Um oh, fantastic. It, it must be out of its uh copyright thing now. So the, yeah. The, the the writer must have died or something. I don't know. But um, <laughs> fifty years ago. But um it's uh yeah, it's it's not the same. It like this movie was very loosely based off the idea. I think the only thing this, they kept was it had thirteen ghosts. Okay, and a house. Interesting. But like it was like an old farmhouse and I think and Ooh. nothing's dangerous in it, I think.
0: Oh well, then that's not exciting, then is it?
1: And actually, it's called *The Ghost, But I think when I'm thinking back to it, I swear there's like hundreds of ghosts in it. So I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to watch, uh, if you, yeah, if you ever want to watch an old black and white horror film, uh, check that out.
0: <laughs> well, um, to wrap up, uh, the discussion on this film. Um, well, it's not really a discussion further on the film. It's what horror movie did you watch last?
1: 13 ghosts
0: no you can't choose 13 ghosts
1: did did i watch last yeah oh before 13 ghosts sorry yeah oh okay um geez like i said i don't really watch many horror films (laughs) let me think back to okay the movie i watched before that was rat race last week actually but it's not a horror film so that doesn't count (laughs) um
0: good movie but doesn't count yeah
1: doomsday movies aren't horror um Oh, my God. Oh, Shutter Island, maybe.
0: Oh, cool. That's I love that.
1: horror-esque, part. yeah, isn't it? Yes.
0: Or horror-adjacent, like psychological thriller horror. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually, I, I like those I kind of movies, movie. too. And I would say, honestly, my favorite type of horror. It's not really represented in movies too much, but more cosmic horror is what I like reading.
0: Have you watched uh, The Color From The Color From Space?
1: The, the Nicolas from... Cage movie? The Color From Space. No, actually, no. <laughs> I haven't heard of it no. even.
0: The color from outer space, the color from space. Oh, I will send you what please. it's actually called.
1: <laughs> please, please. It's, What's that uh,
0: got, it's like a HP Lovecraft story where um, this color lands in someone's backyard. It heats fucked up. You have to watch it. It's really, it is cosmic horror.
1: Oh, okay. It's like a, a brand new color. No one's seen kind of thing. It's just like a
0: color purple. Oh, and it just like hangs. It just shines in their backyard
1: interesting okay I like I like that idea already
0: yeah and it kind of like infects the family where it lives it's really cool That's a really cool movie okay yeah.
1: cool yeah send that send it on to me when you get the actual title and then I definitely will yes I will it out.
0: I have seen it um I just can't I can't remember what order the words go in <laughs>
1: okay yeah <laughs> one of those combinations
0: it's is one ch- of I'll just send you a screenshot of the movie because I'll be like this is it <laughs>
1: It was actually what movie before, and you said what your favorite horror movie is for this whole entire podcast. What I really wanted to send in, but I thought it it may have been too embarrassing or too cliche, was actually Cabin in the Woods.
0: Oh, I just did an episode on that. (laughs) Oh, did you? Yeah, it's one of my favorites.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like that, I think, is, I think, second favorite, I guess. I guess, no. it is I would classify it as cosmic horror
0: yeah it right. definitely has like some supernatural elements with some aliens meet some monsters
1: yeah it's got like, that
0: aspect to it definitely
1: and then i'm sure you talked about the whole film in your podcast already did you like the yeah. ending and everything yeah, yeah so with like the the big demon and like every at the end and like the whole entire oh, yeah, the cult ones. like the cult like yeah and like the so all the things in the scene when they all come out of the elevator like that is just glorious it's, it's the perfect. coolest
0: thing i love it
1: yeah amazing
0: awesome uh so before we finish can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media
1: yes so since i am a youtuber i make um horror videos on youtube on internet mysteries. so <laughs> my just billy styler that's my name you can find me there um billy and styler that's s-t-y-l-e-r and then for my social medias instagram and twitter is just at styler billy it's backwards billy styler is already taken by someone else named billy styler sadly
0: that's it let's get him
1: yeah, exactly. Cancel, cancel them.
0: Let's get them. Uh, <laughs> so, thank you for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: No, thank you. It was actually really fun. It was fun chatting about um a horror movie for like twenty five percent, and then a side analysis on other things seventy five percent of the time.
0: <laughs> uh, that's exactly what this podcast is.
1: <laughs> I listened to like a few of them before. I was like, yeah, I know what I'm getting myself into. It's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So thank you to my wonderful guest, Billy. Please check him out in all the places that was mentioned. I will hopefully be able to stick some links in the episode description. It won't work for Apple Podcasts. Links don't work. Um, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with your friends, post it on social media, leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TGIFpod. You've been listening to TGIF. See you next Friday.